Hey, good morning, everybody. It is such a privilege for me to be here today. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Okay, I've got to do this first off. That's yo-yo, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I just have a... It's just a word of encouragement for you. You know, I mean, you were joking earlier about... Give me a word, give me a word, but... You had the most beautiful heart, and it's like I see God's heart pounding out of you. And this is your husband. Yeah. And that heart, you are one, so that heart is together in that. But I just wanted to say that to encourage you. God sees your heart, and he loves your heart very much. Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> um, hey, just a little bit about myself. I attend the Wave uh, Baptist Church in Ocean Grove, which is near the beach in Victoria in Australia. And I am Debbie's mum, Debbie Debbie Jones. Sorry, Doug. (laughs) It's been a long time since she was a Cooper. (laughs) Um, I love coming over here because my family is here, so I try and get over as much as I can. I'll get emotional when I talk about my family. I love my family very much. Um, I've been at The Wave for 27 years. Um, I started off after a little time in administration. Then I went into administration, then pastoral care. And five years ago, I was made the, um, an associate pastor, but the pastoral care pastor in our church. At the moment, we're a church in transition. We're looking for a new senior pastor. But don't worry, I won't take Thomas away from you, although I'd love to have Thomas in our church and Imelda. Um, So there's another associate pastor and I and our eldership that are looking after our church at the moment. We have around 440, 450 that come into our church. We have life groups, which is Ohana groups here. We have about 17 of those, and they average between six people up to around 14. Um, Let's see, uh, one of our biggest groups is our Christian Surfers group, which has about 40 young men in it, Christians and non-Christians. And our Christian Surfers women's group has around 20 women in it. So, and those groups change. They are vital to the life of the church because they're mini-churches. They do life together, they get into the word together, they have meals together, they have fun, they do life and that's important in a church. So I'd encourage you, if you're not in a a Ohana group, I've got to slow down because I'm a fast speaker, so tell me to slow down Deb, okay, if I'm going too fast. Um, So yeah, I just want to encourage you, if you're not in a group, get in a group because it's great being here together on a Sunday morning with God. But doing life during the week, that enhances our relationship with God and with each other. Pardon me. Now, my call in the church is to the women. So I organise camps, retreats, whatever, different nights and everything. And I also look after the life group leaders and equip them to look after everyone in their groups as well as I look after those that are not in life groups. And at the moment, um, outside of the church, I volunteer as a chaplain for our state's emergency services. And this is an on-call position for any um, natural disasters, floods, fires, 
major um, fatal car accidents, just whatever's going on, you just get a call and you go. And, and I'm a chaplain, so I just go into those circumstances. So God's really great. I love where God has me. I love what I do. I love my family around me. I love the bride of Christ. Um, now I've told you all those little bits and pieces because I want to say thank you to this body. Thank you, family, for the last six weeks that I've been here. I leave on Friday to go home. Um, I'll be crying by Thursday, believe me. But um, this, it's just been beautiful. As I've sat here, I've, I come in and I was exhausted, emotionally, physically exhausted. Spiritually, praise God, I was still in there with you. <laughs> it's been a tough couple of years. Um, but I've been filled afresh by the worship. Thank you so much, worship team. You have no idea how you filled me afresh. The spoken word from Thomas and Matt and Danny has been a healing balm over my heart, and I thank you very much for that, sincerely. Your friendliness on a Sunday morning has been a gift to me. Just a hug, a smile... It's just, you just don't realise the impact it has on people when they come into a place. Don't lose that. It's so vital. You know, when you sit in a place week after week, you know, you can forget that, you know, I really do need to go up and say, hi, how are you today? You don't know what that person's feeling. You don't know what they've come out of, what they're going into or anything like that. And you have done that for me. So I thank you that, I praise God for what he has done through you to refresh me, to heal me deep down over this time that I've been in here. So I just want to emphasise how blessed you are to have a strong leadership too. Now it's not by coincidence that Ohana Christian Church has the leaders as that it does here today. Or you, for that matter of fact. And I just want to read from Jeremiah 29. It's on the board. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. You know, God's plans are always for good and not for evil or disaster. We know that. But there's times in our lives it doesn't feel like it because it gets pretty rough. He wants to give you a hope and a future. And he wants to give those that haven't come to that place of knowing him yet a hope and a future. And there's a lot of people out there that don't know him. You have an opportunity now to go out and just be Christ in skin to those people, to give them a hope and a future for their lives. You know, if we pray to God, he promises he will listen. And if we seek him with our whole heart, undivided heart, he He's there. 
we will find him. When we align ourselves in God's will and his ways, watch what will happen in your life. You know, get excited about his plans for you. And no matter what looks too hard to get through at times, God will make a way because he loves each of you. He loves us personally. He loves us corporately. We are the bride of Christ. Now, Isaiah 55, 8 to 9. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. You know, about eight weeks ago, I was sitting in a clinic and... um, I had to have some tests. So I'm sitting there waiting to be called and I pick up a book to read and I have this bad habit because I love to know what's going to happen. I, I, I want to know who's going to be our next senior pastor. I want to know everything that's going to happen. So I start at the front of the book. I just read a couple of sentences really and then I turn to the back of the book to see how it's going to finish. And then... I heard God say to me, I know you want to know what's going to happen today. I know you want to know what's going to happen in church. But I am the Alpha and the Omega. I know the beginning from the end. And trust me, I am with you. And you know what? I just started laughing. And then I found, I realised, oh my goodness, I'm not laughing internally, I'm laughing externally and people are looking at me as if, what is wrong with this woman? You know, she's waiting for test. And uh, I just had to hold myself, but I thought, oh God, your ways are bigger than my ways and your thoughts are higher than my thoughts, you know, and you are in control. And I just have to be at peace in that. Not have to be, but actually felt his peace come right over me. So after three x-rays and scans, I have a surgeon come in and then she said to me, you know, we really thought there was going to be something there, but there wasn't anything there. It's like, thank you, Lord. But you know what? I've just gone through losing two younger sisters to cancer. So that's naturally in the back of my mind, you know. Is this going to be me, Lord? You know, what's happening But it was walking through with him, just trusting him, no matter what happens. On that day, whether it was good or whether it was bad, God is in control. He's in control of our life. And, you know, we have declared, Lord, you are the Lord of my life. God is God. God is faithful. He's all-knowing, the past, the present and the future. He's all love, he's all powerful, he's ever present, and he is merciful. We are loved by God, so I encourage you all to press into him, read his word, put time aside just to spend time with him and listen to what he has to say. Pray to him because he listens. You know, 20 years ago, 
I was sitting up in bed and I was just reading the word and I journal. I used to journal a lot more than what I do now. And in that process, I felt like I heard God say to me, I am going to send you to a tropical place and you are going to speak my word. And I just wrote it down as I wrote a lot of other things down. And anyway, about seven years later, um, I find out Debbie's pregnant. She's having her third child who turned out to be Ken and he's perfect, just ask this beautiful little boy. (laughs) Um, So I had the opportunity to come back to Hawaii And I had four weeks over here. And at the end of that time, uh, Keen was born, I think, in the first few days or something. So it was lovely. I had that precious time with the the whole family. And um, anyway, one of Debbie's friends came around and said, oh, does your mum want to go to church? And it was on the other side of the island to here. And Debbie said, yeah, she wants to. So off I toddled to church and I'm sitting there and the preacher's preaching and And then he opens up and he goes, anybody got a word? And I'm sitting there and I think, oh, I've got a word. And I try and give it to the lady who brought me and she wouldn't take it. So I go down the front to the pastor and it was about trap sticks and how the enemy uses trap sticks to come up out of the ground. And, you know, we fall over it and we get caught by the enemy, you know. So I told him that and he spoke the word and people came down and they had prayer But I was watching, I went back to my seat and I was watching as people were being prayed for. There was a young man there and um, he was actually ready to catch people, you know, if they fell down in the spirit. Have you ever seen that? People get caught up in the spirit. So anyway, then God gives me a word for this young man. And uh, oh my goodness, God, how do I say that word to him, you know? So I tell the lady next to me, I have a word for that young man. And it was a hard word in a way, because I don't know anybody. (laughs) And um, she said, oh, that's his mother there and that's his wife, go and tell them. So I went over and told them. And anyway, after the service, he came up to me and he said, could you give me the word again? And I said, well, um," and I was pretty nervous. God said, you're going to go to prison tomorrow. And, um, but he wants you to know that he's there with you. He's never going to leave you and he will protect you. And he just started crying. And he said, look, you know, I went through a really bad patch in my life and I've, it's all caught up with me now and I've come back to church, but I have to front court tomorrow and it's looking like I go to prison. And I said, well, you need to know God is walking with you. You're going to be okay. He's going to protect you in there. And he just thanked me and that was really very humbling. Excuse me, I get very dry. (laughs) You know, that was an Australian, comes over to Hawaii and God used a word to encourage a young man. Now, someone from his church could have done that, but God knew that young man. He knew he needed to hear more than, it's okay, Thomas, you'll be okay in jail. You know, don't worry about it. So, anyway, that young man did go to jail the next day. But for me, the next day, I was sitting out the back of Deb's place reading, and I heard God say again, did I not say to you that I would send you to a tropical place? 
and you would speak my word, and it's like, oh, yeah, God. You know, it's like, it's just so natural. You don't think back. And then he's reminding me of what he gave me seven years beforehand. So you know what? Write down in your journal. Listen to God. Be encouraged. You know, it mightn't happen here. You know, God's timing is God's timing. You know, we want it now. I want it now. I want to know the end. You know, God knows the ends. His ways are bigger than our ways. So let's let God be God, but let's be patient in the waiting. And do you know what? (laughs) This only came to me yesterday. 20 years later, I'm in a tropical place and I'm speaking his word. Isn't he good? (laughs) Oh, he's unreal. important that we pray for our leaders and our leaders in in the church, in the country, but in our church. Prayer is vital and all your leaders need prayer. All of us. You know, we're out the front and we do that because we love our family. But we need your support. Thomas and Imelda need your support. Danny and Michelle, Derek, and I think there's another Danny too. Matt, Matt, you're a leader. And um, they need your support. They need your prayers. You know, if God, if you start thinking of them at different times, just start praying for them. Lord, I just give them up to you, whatever's going on. You don't have to know what's going on. You just pray and support each other. That's what the body of Christ is about. So now I'd like to... um, ask if your leadership would come out here and if everybody would like to stand now what we do in Australia you probably do it over here too but why you know people are out the front you're going to pray for them as a member and as part of this family you put your hands out like this come on Matt you and Nadine Hope too come on Hope your family and Michelle So would you stand with me while we pray? And would you reach your hands out in support of your leaders? You know, the enemy doesn't like to see people free. He wants to keep us bound. And you know what? I feel like our worship team needs to be out here too. Come on, worship team. You're in the front of this battle. Okay, so I'm just going to pray.